from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. Really all of them have a lot of those same benefits, right? Connectivity, options for transportation, for people to get around, to have healthy ways to exercise and get outside. Part of our process is that we want this to be driven by the community, so that means that we are constantly listening and evolving and iterating. I don't think it would probably be a successful project if it was the same idea that, that we were talking about four years ago. This Greenway can be a catalyst for other types of opportunities, for equitable economic development, for public art, projects that might um, not always happen on all of the different Greenways, but really have opportunities to come to life here. I'm Sarah Fenske. In the last few weeks, the news has been very good for Great Rivers Greenway and its Brickline Greenway project. The Brickline is a public-private partnership that aims to connect the Gateway Arch to Forest Park via pedestrian and bike trails, and then head north to Fairgrounds Park and south to Tower Grove Park. It is an ambitious project, to say the least, but now a lot of federal money is on the way. $19 million, that's thanks to two different federal grants. And joining us now with the latest is Emma Clues. She's the Vice President of Communications and Outreach for Great Rivers Greenway. Emma, welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. So you got some really good news on Tuesday. This was a $15 million federal grant. Did you know that this money was coming? Well, we certainly hoped and we, we put together our application, you know, studied all of the uh, you know, data and put together all of the case for why we thought this was a strong project, um, but we're thrilled to receive the official notice on Tuesday. And this is part of the RAISE discretionary grant program from the United States Department of Transportation. And so what specifically will this $15 million pay for? So this is specifically for the construction of the Brickline Greenway segment that goes from Fairground Park down Grand Boulevard over to Cass Avenue, heading west just a little bit to Spring Street, um, down to Page. So it's just basically 1.2 miles of the overall northern stretch of the Brookline Greenway. So that was always a part of this plan. So does the grant speed up when it will be able to happen? The grant is a huge boost in the arm for the project. So, you know, we're working on the conceptual plan with community engagement or in those neighborhoods right now, while we're also actively fundraising, which includes applying for federal grants like these, as well as private fundraising. And we were very grateful to have a, a match supported by Edward Jones and other private donors for this specific application. So this really, what it really means is we're going to move at the speed of, you know, working through all the different project elements with the community. And when we're ready to go into construction, there will be a great chunk of funding there from this federal grant. Okay. So you mentioned this is kind of the northern extension. It goes down grand. We have an artist rendering that we got from Great Rivers Greenway. That's on our website right now, stlonair.show. You can also see it at stlonair, our Twitter account. Um, Emma, is that what this is probably going to look like on grand? Yeah, we're still in the conceptual phase, so obviously things are going to change as we get into the design and, you know, the utilities and all those technical factors, but it gives you an idea of this is a separated path for people who are walking, running, riding a bike, pushing a stroller, rolling a wheelchair. Um, it's more than some people have been asking us, is it is it bike lanes painted in the street? No, it is different than that. So if you're thinking up on the curb, think about a sidewalk, a place where people can walk and bike um, separated from the streets where the cars are driving. Boy, it just looks so 
exciting. I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, man, like this trail is going to be amazing. And that is not the only good news for this Brickline Greenway that has happened in just the last couple weeks. You also received a $4 million grant. This was channeled through the East-West Gateway Council of Governments. What is that part for? Correct. Yes, that is the Transportation Improvement Program. If you ever hear about our um, the TIP program, that's what that is. And so this is specifically for the portion from Sarah Street to the Grand Metrolink Station. So trying to connect along the Metrolink right-of-way between basically the Cortex Station and the Grand Metrolink Station. So creating those connections through all of those different you know, areas, Cortex and Ikea and City Foundry and and connecting that all together. So $19 million, uh, these two federal grants collectively total up to that. It sounds like a ton of money. And yet I was somewhat chagrined to see on the Great Rivers Greenway website, the total cost of this project is estimated at 250 to $300 million. I mean, this is a, a huge project when it's all put together. Yes, it is a massive undertaking and it's a bold vision. We know it will take all kinds of different people working together to bring it to life. So federal grants are a huge piece of that. We have some local sales tax funding through Great Rivers Greenway. Thank you to the the voters and the sales taxpayers. And then these incredible private gifts that are coming in as well. So we really feel like it's a, you know, it takes a village mentality where we're going to be seeking lots of different kinds of funding to bring it to life. So for people who are just chomping at the bit, what's the earliest we'll start to see construction on this? And, and what do you know at this point what part of this um, comes first? Yeah, lots of different moving pieces right now. The piece that will be in construction um, very quickly here is that the piece that is right in front of the new St. Louis City SC soccer stadium. So because they are already in construction now, we're coordinating with them. So the piece of the brick line that will go along Market Street uh, will be heading into construction here in the next few months. Um, that, that segment all the way down from where it is at 20th and Market Street, what we're just talking about, all the way down Market Street to Compton, where Harris Stowe State University is. That would be one segment that we're that will probably move fairly quickly. And then we're working on the the section on Grand that we just talked about, as well as that Metrolink. So those are the three main segments that are active right now. And again, all of these move at different paces and have different elements and technicalities to them. But we're doing as much as we can to to bring these to life quickly. So this one that's near the soccer stadium, that sounds like we're gonna start seeing this just in a matter of months here. For these other two pieces that you see as the first phases of this, uh, is that true for them as well? Those are still have a couple of years of design and engineering and working through all those logistics. So those federal grants that that we received for those other two portions, um, basically the the central uh, Metrolink corridor area will probably go into construction in 2024. And then the construction on the raise grant that we're talking about, the $15 million, that would probably go into construction in 2025. Okay. So a few years yet for some of these, but we're going to start seeing things happen here uh, in the next couple months for this one small portion and then in the next couple years for more of it. Absolutely. And really all of them have a lot of those same benefits, right? Connectivity, options for transportation, for people to get around, to have healthy ways to exercise and get outside. Uh, we just want to make sure that they are done with in conjunction with the communities and partners in those areas. So this effort is a long time in coming, and I think maybe that's why some of us are so chomping at the bit. We just want the Brickline Greenaway to be out there, um, you know, talked about for years. The project kicked off in earnest in 2017, and so there's been four years of you guys working on this. I'm wondering if anything has changed during those years, and, and as this process of planning it and, and conceptualizing it has moved forward. 
Absolutely. You know, part of part of our process is that we want this to be driven by the community. So that means that we are constantly listening and evolving and iterating. So yes, it has changed. <laughs> I don't think it would probably be a successful project if it was the same idea that, that we were talking about four years ago. So we're excited to hear what people have said. You know, we've been really doing more than, than Great Rivers Greenway has done before to incorporate public art as a means of storytelling and interpreting the places that you're visiting. That's one of the big pieces of that uh, segment along Market Street to commemorate the Mill Creek Valley neighborhood that was there. And I know we've talked about that before. So there's mm-hmm. lots of different elements like that, that this Greenway can be a catalyst for other types of opportunities, for equitable economic development, for public art, projects that might um, not always happen on all of the different greenways, but really have opportunities to come to life here. You know, one of the other things um, that has happened in these past four years is it has a new name, uh, the Brickline Greenway. That name came after this was already sort of in the beginning of getting started. Some people may remember this as the Shoto Greenway. So for those who kind of missed that development, uh, what led you to go the Brickline route instead? Absolutely. The idea for a Shoto Greenway actually predates our organization. It was around in the 90s. And part of the confusion then was uh, when this, because of public input, we really heard that we wanted to go not just east and west, but also north and south to all the neighborhoods. So Shoto, there is a Shoto Avenue (laughs) and the Greenway is not going along Shoto Avenue. Um, So that was the main impetus. It's no longer just an east-west Greenway along that street. Um, but it's also a little bit hard to say, a little bit hard to spell. <laughs> and um, also, Shoto himself was a slave owner. There are lots of different reasons that we wanted to rethink the name. And so we did a huge call for submissions from all over the community. We got more than a thousand different ideas submitted. And then our working groups um, helped us to whittle it down and eventually chose the Brickline Greenway because brick is one of those common elements throughout all the potentially up to 17 neighborhoods that will be connected together by this greenway. So it's something strong and beautiful, but full of the, you know, grit that you see in the city of St. Louis with that incredible brick that comes from our our earth. So you mentioned the fact this is no longer just Shoto. It goes in, in uh, goes to the north, goes to the south. That's going to be a huge part of this. Uh, the original idea was con- to connect the arch to the park. Why is it important to go north and south into these neighborhoods in addition to that? Really, most of the people in the city live north and south of that of that central corridor. So, you know, in the central part of our city is a lot of institutions and schools and jobs and wonderful things that people want to connect to. But to be able to reach the neighborhoods, you really need to go north and south because most of those uh, things in the central area are really more institutional now. And so we wanted to make sure that people have access. It's important for us to, to have those branches north and south to be able to connect everything together. Sort of funnel us right into that. Uh, we can go to the arch. We can go to the park. Yeah, and vice versa, to be able to, you know, encourage people to explore neighborhoods that they maybe haven't gone to before by way of some of those connections. So, Emma, we have time for just one more question. We got a good one um, from a listener. This is from Lauren, who asked on our St. Louis on the Air Facebook page, will any parts of this greenway be heated during the coldest winter months like they do in Minneapolis? Is that something that has been talked about at all in these um, planning stages? That's a good question. I have been to the Greenways in Minneapolis. Obviously, they have a very different climate than we do. Um, To my knowledge, we have not talked about doing that here um, because we don't have the same extreme ice and snow events. You know, they're really under snow cover for the majority of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, I think it's something that we still have to figure out whether these will be, you know, what kind of... uh, mechanics can can clear snow and ice from a greenway those types of things so that's something we can figure out but to my knowledge we've not talked about heating all right well i want to thank lauren for um, putting that thought in all of our minds and i want to thank emma clues for joining us today thank you emma 
Yeah, thanks for having us. This episode was produced by Sarah Fenske with audio engineering by Aaron Dorr and production assistance from Jane Mather Glass. It was mixed and edited by Jane. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.